to put a shout out out there for every single woman who aspires to be in a leadership role. Put your hand up, contact us, talk to us, come to us, ask him to be part of this. I would love to be a mentor and to help someone to achieve their purpose by getting into leadership position because empowered women empower women. Hi, I'm Adele Sehan, community pharmacist pharmacy business owner and Guild National Counselor. And you're listening to the Pharmacy Business and Career Network podcast. Welcome to the Pharmacy Business and Career Network podcast, brought to you by the Pharmacy Guild of Australia. Focusing on pharmacy management and ownership, the PBCN podcast supports the improvement and growth of your business performance with insights and advice from a range of industry professionals. The PBCN Podcast, supporting your journey every step of the way. International Women's Day celebrates womanhood and breaking the bias in aiming for a gender-free equal world. This week's episode is a special one, not only to celebrate all achievements of women, but our guest is Adele Tehan. And Adele is a community pharmacy owner, a Guild National Councillor, and also New South Wales Branch Committee Vice President. In today's special episode, we will be discussing the importance of International Women's Day, being a woman in a leadership role in the pharmacy industry, and female empowerment in the workplace, and just celebrating women all over the world. Here's Adele. Thank you for joining us, Adele. Firstly, happy International Women's Day. It is so great to have you on this episode, especially as I mentioned in the introduction, International Women's Day. It's an important day to recognise and appreciate all women, especially women who are in leadership roles. And for us, as a podcast and the Guild Women in Pharmacy, to start things off, can you maybe briefly talk us through what influenced you to have a career as a community pharmacist? Daniel, thank you so much for having me. I do appreciate the opportunity to be able to join my thoughts and my inspiration with the rest of the community pharmacy uh, network. Um, uh, one of the biggest influence I have is uh, making a difference into people's life. And uh, when I talk about people, I am referring to everybody that comes in contact with myself and with my uh, team at the pharmacy, at Adore Pharmacy. So that ranges from the public, it ranges from my friends, it ranges from my family, it ranges from anybody who um, comes and require any help uh, around me. You spoke about being inspired and motivated to help people, but you've transitioned from being a community pharmacist to now being a pharmacy business owner. Was there any difference in the inspiration to move from community pharmacist to business owner that you took on when owning and managing a business? And was there anyone in particular who supported you in that process? Because owning your own business is no small feat. Absolutely. Um, it has been a, a, a quite challenging transition. Um, however, the support I've received from my family, from my parents, from my brothers, from my friends, uh, from my accountant and solicitor, from my um, life coach and my mentors uh, has been tremendous and it helped me uh, enormously to get to where I am. And I continue on uh, getting um, support, um, love and blessings from all those people around me. Um, and I don't want to forget to mention the Pharmacy Guild uh, with all what they continue on doing. My colleagues at the Guild are on a state and a national level 
And the biggest supporters that I, I am very, very grateful to have are actually my uh, patients and my customers at my pharmacy who continue on coming in, um, to my pharmacy and seeking help and supporting me in, in what I'm doing every day. It sounds like you have some amazing people around you and supporting you on your journey. As I said, you transitioned from community pharmacist into a pharmacy business owner. How more difficult would that have been without the amazing support? Oh, it would have been impossible. I just wouldn't be able to have achieved what I have achieved and I continue on achieving without the uh, blessings, love and support I'm continuously receiving from everybody around me. Um, uh, and uh, I, I am very, very grateful every day for what I've got and what I've got to give back in return. In terms of Guild leadership positions, you are currently the New South Wales Branch Committee Vice President and you're also a National Councillor. What are those sort of key outcomes that you look to be able to contribute as a leader in those roles? There are many key aspects. On the state level, working on ensuring that the membership of the Guild is benefiting from all the decisions that we're making for our strategic direction. Uh, they are supported. Uh, they are uh, given what they need to be successful in business. They are uh, given the support that they require so they can look after their patients. For example, what's happening right now with the flooding, um, there are pharmacists who are going above and beyond to go and serve their community. Even two days ago, there was this young pharmacist who couldn't get to her pharmacy in northern New South Wales, and she put a call out on social media um, to get to her pharmacy so she can open it so patients can get their medicine. And uh, Mick Fanning came in on his jet ski and he picked her up. And he, uh, on the way, uh, they helped some people who were stranded on a bridge. And then she got to her pharmacy and um, it was dry where she was, which is another blessing. And um, five pharmacy assistants who showed up uh, in a, very quickly and they opened the pharmacy and they started looking after um, all the patients from all the other pharmacies that they couldn't trade because they're obviously um, underwater. So um, it, it just, uh, you know, the, the, the support is just enormous. And uh, it just gives me goosebumps how um, everybody comes together um, and they really care and they really love to, to help. That is, you know, that's what uh, drew me to pharmacy. It's, it's a noble profession. It's a profession that, you know, it allows you to make a difference. And so on a state level, on a national level, I uh, work with my colleagues uh, on the National Council to ensure that uh, patients everywhere are benefiting from all the policies and the strategies that the National Guild is um, trying to achieve. Um, and, and I just have to say I'm very humbled and, and privileged to be in that role. You make some great points about the disasters unfolding at the moment, but once again, we just keep hearing about how community pharmacists just keep on keeping on and are just that rock in our communities during tough times. So it's always amazing to hear those stories. As you said, it gives us goosebumps. Now, Adele, International Women's Day, it's an excellent opportunity to be able to celebrate women, not just professionally, but also in other aspects of life. What does International Women's Day mean to you? And why do you think it is so important that we spend time embracing this day? Happy International Women's Day to every single woman on this planet, wherever they are, whatever they're doing. 
uh, in whatever country they are. Um, it's not just celebration of women. It's actually celebration of the men who supported them. Um, and whenever we talk about women, we cannot forget the men who make 49% of the population. It's important to recognize and acknowledge. And I have to say from my own personal um, you know, journey, it was through my father, my brothers, because I don't have any sisters, uh, my male colleagues who, who helped me, who inspired me, who supported me, and, and they continue on giving. So I, I just want to say thank you. Thank you to everybody. Thank you to the men and the women who are everywhere around us, and they continue on supporting us. And it's a celebration of humanity. Um, as, as we know that women raise the children, and it's important that we celebrate women because they can produce amazing children who will become tomorrow's leaders. They can take us into the new uh, you know, future, and um, we can just uh, have such a positive outcome if we have amazing people around us. So, yeah, it's, it's happy Women's Day to everybody. Here, here. I couldn't agree more. The the amazing love that everybody puts into everything to support everybody is is it makes you a little bit teary sometimes. But before we start crying, let's move on. The pharmacy industry has a significant female workforce, yet we see a decline in the numbers that then transition from working in a pharmacy into ownership and particularly leadership roles. What do you think that is? What contributes to that, do you think? I think uh, women, they are not the type who will shout and yell and say, hey, I'm here. I would like to be part of this. I'd like to be involved in this. And I'd like to put a shout out out, out there for every single woman who um, aspire to be in a leadership role. Put your hand up. Hey, hey. Contact, us, contact us. Talk to us. Uh, come to us. I'm asking to be part of this. I would love to be uh, a mentor and to help someone to achieve their purpose by getting into leadership position because empowered women empower women. So it's important that we empower them. And I think it's important for women to feel safe, the psychological safety. Uh, and even if they don't succeed straight away, it's a journey. It's never about the destination. It's a journey. It's more exciting to actually try to aim to get somewhere and to work for it and to um, get, uh, you know, the right people around you, get the networking around you and to, uh, you know, work uh, one day at a time to getting where you want to be. So, yeah, I, I encourage anybody who wants to be in a leadership position to go for it. Don't hesitate. You do make some great points and some good advice there because there will be women out there who may be struggling to be heard or have a say in their pharmacy workplace, whether those structures are there for it to be able to happen or they don't feel confident or maybe they're just reluctant to get involved in leadership positions. Do you have any more advice to help empower and encourage them? Because I kind of feel like it's something that we should harp on a little bit. I absolutely agree with you, Daniel. I think if somebody wants to achieve anything, they need to start asking for it. Because if you never ask, the answer will always be no. So I know that if you would like to achieve anything, there are many ways you could do so. And as we know, these days, social media is a very powerful tool. There are many groups that have pharmacy owners, pharmacy students, uh, you know, a combination of the two, like the Pharmaceutical Society uh, uh, thread on Facebook, uh, the Guild, uh, you know, thread on Facebook. There are many, many different groups. So I would say if you um, are inspiring to be anywhere uh, or do anything, ask 
And you'll be amazed by how people will respond. And not just women who will respond, men and women. It's just amazing. I mentioned before that the pharmacy industry has a significant female workforce. And interestingly, women also make up the majority of patients in a pharmacy as well. What do you find are their main concerns, those female customers in a pharmacy that they've raised with you recently? That's a really good question. Around 80% of uh, the shoppers in community pharmacy are actually women. And um, what actually struck me, and yesterday I dispensed a prescription for a a, a lady. Um, She's relatively a young lady in her mid-30s. Um, and she questioned the cost of the medicine. Um, it was a, a, for a mental health condition, um, and she said, oh, it's, it was $23.65, and I remember very clearly because it was just yesterday. We call this lady Lady K. <laughs> she um, said, oh, is this the cheapest uh, brand that you have? Um, and I replied, and I said, yeah, that is actually the generic, and you do have a, a month supply in a box. Um, and then she said, oh, I'm just kind of finding it really, really hard to, to pay for it. I said, well, have you actually spoken to your doctor about this medicine? Because it's not something I would recommend you to stop at all. You do need to have this discussion with your prescriber. Then she said, oh, he hasn't been very helpful. I said, okay, then, well, um, have you uh, thought about seeing a psychiatrist? Because obviously if it's a medicine that you need long term, uh, I would prefer if you see someone who specializes in this area who can actually help you a little bit more. She said, well, I can't even afford to see a psychiatrist uh, and I'm normally there for 10 minutes and I really don't get to speak to him. He's always looking down, writing in his pads and asking me questions. Um, and I said, well, I wish I can do anything. And this lady doesn't qualify for a concession card because she falls into obviously the income brackets that doesn't uh, give her the opportunity to receive this concession card. So, um, yeah, it's just, a, it's just a challenge. It's not just a challenge for that particular lady. I think for ladies who uh, fall in this bracket where they earn enough money but not enough to receive uh, any benefits uh, under a concession card kind of type of arrangement, uh, they do require support. And it's just it's sad to see that these women um, have to make choices sometimes. Uh, either go without their medicine, and these, you know, these are medicines that are life-saving, because as we all know, sick people can't work, sick people can't pay taxes. So it's important that we support them through proper health policies from a federal and state level, so they can carry on uh, their daily life by taking the medicine. And the last thing I want to see this lady is not to take her medicine. It's really not what I recommend. Um, And it breaks my heart to see that. And I I wish I can do something. So I'd like to call on both federal and state governments to uh, enact policies to help these women because they make the majority uh, of voters, really. I mean, 51% of the voters are females uh, or women. And um, it's important that we support them through proper policies. It's an investment. It's not an expense. We've got to look at it from a positive positive point point of view. There are a lot of great points that you make there and a, and a couple of different discussion points, but without putting too fine a point on it, or maybe I do want to put a very fine point on it, to be clear, are you saying that these women just sometimes can't afford to take their what are essential medicines? 
Exactly. Often they have to make the choice between taking their blood pressure tablets, their cholesterol tablets, or their type 2 diabetes or type 1 diabetes medicines. And it's just not the way it, ha- it has to go. They need, there should be a better plan out there, a better policy to allow these women to get access to the medicines and also to buy the medicines for their children. If they're having to make choices, it means their children are missing out on which medicine to take. Um, and this is not something that should happen in the 21st centuries in Australia. We have to make sure that everyone's being supported, in particular those women. It's very important. Adele, I agree with you. It is important and it is heartbreaking and it needs to change. So thank you for calling it out. As we start to wrap up this chat, for our new pharmacy assistants or pharmacists who are women and who are starting out in their careers, so those people who are early on in their journey, what's a piece of advice that you can offer that you wish that you had known when you were starting out as a pharmacist? I would like to tell them, first of all, thank you for everything you've done. You are all amazing and we are very blessed and grateful to have you every day for everything that you do. The most, the most important thing I'd like to share with these women is if you wish to get anywhere or do anything, please don't hesitate to ask. Put your hand up. Ask the questions. Ask for support. Make calls. You will be surprised by how much support there is out there. Uh, the pharmacy profession is a very caring, loving, noble profession that I'm very proud to be part of. And I'm one of those people who would love to help. As I said before, empowered women empower women. So, yes, I would love to say I would love to help you all and please call me if you want anything. And I'm sure I've got a lot of colleagues who would also would love to help. Outstanding. Adele Tehan, community pharmacist, pharmacy business owner and Guild National Counselor. Very, very busy woman. Thank you so much for finding some time in your busy schedule to share your journey with us, but also some advice and insights for others as we celebrate International Women's Day. Thank you so much, Daniel, for having me. Um, I can't wait to be able to help as many people as possible every day with everything I do in any of the roles that I carry. So I'm very, very grateful. Thank you. Thank you again so much, Adele, for such an empowering and informative discussion. I know our listeners will certainly take a lot away from that discussion and advice for women of all ages who are listening. Thank you all for joining us and we hope all the women listening leave feeling with a real sense of empowerment and encouragement, not just on International Women's Day, but every day. I've been your host, Daniel Oyston, and you've been listening to episode 92 of the PBCN Podcast. The PBCN Podcast, supporting your journey every step of the way. For more resources, to access support or advice, or to view this episode's show notes, visit guild.org.au.